Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. And by Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. The Alamo City's tech scene is in the spotlight as we count down to San Antonio Startup Week. In this download, reporter Zoe Gottlieb welcomes Charles Wooden, CEO of Geekdom. I thought this was a great timing to do a podcast, considering that you guys have launched a number of strategic initiatives and formed some new partnerships into 2023. One of those being the Startup Boot Camp. I know it was a big deal for you guys and also partnering with Bunker Labs, so the Veterans in Residence program. You guys are opening up space for them to be a part of Geekdom. So I just wanted to sort of touch base with you and also amid some economic challenges and see see where things are at. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. And, and as you mentioned, 2023 is a big year here for us at Geekdom. You mentioned a handful of things, but I can kind of pull those together with one really overarching event that we have coming up, which is San Antonio Startup Week. San Antonio Startup Week this year is going to be October 16th through the 21st. And the reason why that one event kind of pulls this all together. You and I just did an interview last week about our efforts to take over the management of Launch SA. So we'll be talking about that during that week. And then also in the latter half of the week during Thursday and Friday, Bunker Labs is going to be flying in a bunch of their leaders from across the, the country to San Antonio to take part in the last two days of San Antonio Startup Week. So that Thursday and Friday. And then that Friday evening, we're going to be kicking off one of our largest startup boot camps that we had in partnership with the county here. So we're hoping to have a huge turnout for that the last weekend of San Antonio Startup Week. So starting on the 20th and 21st there. So it should be a really jam-packed week. And that's where you're going to see a lot of these initiatives that you just kind of highlighted all taking place and all being surrounded uh, in that one week. Yeah, that definitely sounds like quite a handful there. So... <laughs> You talked about veterans and with the relationship between you guys and Bunker Labs. Could you talk about how important is it to draw veterans into the startup community in San Antonio, given that we have such a large population with Lachlan Air Force Base, et cetera? Yeah, I'll speak You know, from my own past as well. I'm a veteran, uh, served in the Air Force for eight years. I can tell you that one of the challenges that I dealt with, and I don't want to make this broad across all other veterans, but I'm sure that it's something that uh, fellow veterans have shared, is really difficult to translate your skills from what you did in the military to the real world. And in a lot of instances, becoming an entrepreneur is a really natural transition to be able to put those skills to use in a lot of different ways. And so using my own history, while I was in the military, I was a Korean linguist, and I think that you'd probably find a really difficult line to draw between being a Korean linguist and a CEO of a startup incubator in downtown San Antonio. But I've done my best to try to make that work. And I think while going through the military, you learn a lot of things, how to lead, how to deal with adversity, how to adapt to different environments and problems that you may encounter. And those are all things that are taught in entrepreneurial mindset. Another thing that I'll share that I've heard Bunker Labs talk about a lot is when you look back to World War II and you look back at that generation leaving the war and coming back, the entrepreneurship rate was around 25% at that time. 
uh, today it's much lower. And really what Bunker Labs is trying to do is to breed uh, the entrepreneur spirit back into veterans as they leave the military to get rid of any obstacles that may exist between those veterans trying to start their own business and also to speak to those veterans the way that they want to be spoken to. So it's a really powerful program. I'm super excited to be partnering with them. I think that they bring a lot of knowledge and expertise to the environment. And it's also just, I think entrepreneurship is such a powerful thing that I'm super excited to partner with them in bringing that to Military City USA. I mean, here I am born and raised in Michigan, but I found my way leaving the military in San Antonio. I'm not the only one. There are thousands of us who leave every year here in San Antonio. So how do we speak to them and give them a pathway to uh, create the next big company? Yeah, especially with the military community going from place to place, it must be very important to you guys, obviously, to grow the startup community here. So I wanted to talk to you also about the military community and for them being able to access programming in Geekdom. How has that impacted the atmosphere at Geekdom? I mean, we've seen a handful of years ago, we created a partnership with USAA that helped pay for half of the membership costs of a military member, a spouse or a veteran here in our space. And we've continued that effort. And we've seen a large increase in the the veteran community within our space. I think it's been great to see, to be honest with you, as I mentioned, kind of the correlations between military life and how entrepreneurs operate. There seems like a natural common ground that they both have. And you can see it kind of play out amongst the membership here. I really hope that we can continue to increase those efforts and figuring out how we can meet them so that as they're leaving Lackland Air Force Base or they're leaving somewhere like Fort Sam, that we have the ability to say, you don't have to go anywhere else to find the resources you need to start your company, no matter what kind of company it is. You can do that here in San Antonio, right up the street from wherever you served. That's really what we're trying to do. And and I want to shout that from the rooftops as, as loud as I can and work with other partners like Bunker Labs to be able to make sure that we're servicing those veterans in any way, shape or form that we can. I wanted to ask you how that all ties into cybersecurity. I think that's kind of the elephant in the room. I mean, San Antonio has been called Cyber City, Military City USA. What is the status of your efforts to draw in cybersecurity companies into San Antonio and to grow and foster the development of cybersecurity startups? I think when most people think of cybersecurity, they think it's a national problem. It's a governmental problem. It's a military problem. It's not. It's something that we, as any business owner, any entrepreneur, really need to concern themselves with. Any citizen should be concerned with because our data is all over the internet. And the better that we can prevent anybody getting that that should not have it, that is really what cybersecurity is all about. But I do believe that San Antonio is in a prime position to be a leading, just a leader in general when it comes to cybersecurity not only because of the military presence we have here, but also the large cybersecurity missions that we have here, whether it be the United States Air Forces, I think it's the 16th that operates out of here that does the cybersecurity missions. We have a large amount of talent. From what I understand, the second largest grouping of cybersecurity talent in the whole country, only second to Washington, D.C., which I think we can all understand why that is. And for us, the efforts that I'm trying to accomplish with a partnership like Generator uh, to bring a cybersecurity accelerator here is to take full advantage of not only that talent that exists here, but also the resources to support those cybersecurity companies as they grow through an important piece like acceleration. That's why we partnered with Generator. That's why we chose cybersecurity. Uh, And we've seen great successes thus far. We've run two cohorts of that cybersecurity accelerator, and both of those have been 
very powerful. Uh, we have one of the companies occupies our startup alley out here. Another one that went through in the first cohort has already uh, completed their first round of funding. And I think that they're going to be a really big name when it comes to cybersecurity in the not too distant future here. But I think that the environment in San Antonio is prime for success when it comes to cybersecurity startups and cybersecurity companies in general. And so I think that you're going to start to see bigger companies with cybersecurity presences moving to San Antonio to take advantage of that talent. Definitely, definitely. It's great to to build on that to sort of scaffold our cybersecurity talent, and especially in light of, for example, CPS Energy, they have attacks all the time, cyber attacks that they have to contend with and different municipalities and utilities. That's a huge risk to the security and the welfare of people who live in this city. So it's great to have build that infrastructure and to create that talent pipeline. So I want to go back a little bit to, you know, yes. we have talked about several different partnerships and initiatives. So out of Bunker Labs and Generator and Startup Bootcamp, what do you think has been the most impactful and why? I mean, that's difficult for me to answer, but if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with the Startup Bootcamps. And the reason why I'm going to go with that is because when you think about uh, entrepreneurship in general, I bet you either you or me, uh, or if we even just go to our family in general, there's somebody really close to us, if not ourselves, that has had this idea in their head that they've contemplated, oh, that's the next big thing. Or at least they thought like, hey, maybe I could make something out of this idea. But they don't really know where to start. They don't know the resources that are out there in order to help them find that. And that's what the Startup Bootcamp's all about. We have these people who are standing on the ledge of entrepreneurship and, and afraid to jump. And the whole intent with the Startup Bootcamps is to meet them where they are. Uh, so that's part of the reason why we partnered with the county to bring them to the different uh, precincts that exist so that we can come to them talk about any topic that they're talking about. So they are, they can be vertical specific. So they can be talking about a specific industry, but we're also agnostic. And so we don't want to specify any specific one unless that's what the precinct desires based off of certain questions that their constituents have given. So if they want to talk about food, we'll bring in mentors about food startups. If they want to talk about cybersecurity, we'll bring in experts to talk about cybersecurity startups. But really we want to go to them and we want to eliminate any obstacles there are for them to at least take that idea and start talking about it, putting in the first couple steps to really validate whether it's a good idea or not. And so the thing that I love is watching these potential founders come in on a Friday and they're put up in front of everybody to talk about their idea. And you hear that idea there and then you'll hear it on a Sunday after they've spent the whole weekend working on it. And they go from just a loose idea on Friday to an idea that they can encapsulate in an elevator pitch. So about 30 to 90 seconds, really quick, be able to talk about it and make you interested in a moment's notice. They have their first uh, lean canvas business plan ready to go. So a one page business plan that they can point out all the different questions that any investor or any business plan person would be asking you. So what market are you serving with problems, so on and so forth, all that. And then they also have their first slide deck ready to go, uh, all from a 54-hour weekend-long program. It's really powerful to see that. And then also, you're creating that pipeline of the next big ideas to come and showing them the pathway to be able to create those. So for me, it's very impactful because you're watching it happen at the earliest stages, and it just gets me really riled up whenever I see it. Yeah, I am curious, you know, given that 
a couple of them are being hosted on college campuses. What sort of interest and enthusiasm are you receiving from our youth and the next generation with those bright ideas? And what are you most looking forward to with the next startup bootcamp? So as I mentioned, we have one coming up for October. For me, we're looking to blow that one out of the water. So trying to get as many people as we possibly can to show up. It's that last weekend of San Antonio Startup Week, so the 20th, uh, the 22nd. Uh, I think it's going to be super powerful. But going to your point with the newer generation, the thing that I've noticed is an I level of ideas that we've never thought of. I think that there are certain problems that I have encountered in my 41 years on this earth that this younger generation are seeing from a completely different lens, whether that be how they're approaching the problem by utilizing tools like TikTok or other things that I'm very unfamiliar with, or whether it be talking about problems I have not encountered myself. It's one of the really interesting things to hear through their perspective, what they see as a problem and how they're approaching fixing it. It is really refreshing because you are not ready for it until you hear it. And I'll give you an example. One of the women that I met during one of our startup boot camps a couple months back, and it's kind of it kind of ties all the things that we're talking about today. She is a veteran who runs a roofing company here in San Antonio, but she wants to take some of the lessons that she's learned while being in the military on how to speak to veterans and to be able to create a pathway for entrepreneurship, similar to how Bunker Labs is doing it, but a more intense way to really meet those veterans where they are, talk to them the way they want to be talked to, but also create a pathway for them to take their idea into the future with very regimented uh, progress checkpoints and milestones. I think it's very novel and I think it's very important for her to find an avenue to talk about those things and to build a program for that. And we're happy to help them as they validate that idea to find out whether or not there is a market out there. Like how many people from the veteran community want to be spoken to that way? And that's exactly where the rubber meets the road with a program like the startup bootcamp. You get those ideas out, you start the groundwork, but then as you iterate, you go further and you go to like an incubator program or you start doing market research and talking to people. That's where you really find out whether or not there is the need for the problem you're trying to solve. And I'm super excited to see the progress that she makes. That's an excellent example. I think it's definitely important to have that sort of guidance along the way to know exactly what direction you're going in and and especially with veterans, because it's just a different community. So it's important to have a voice out there. So I want to shift gears a little bit. Let's go back to Launch SA. I'm sure you're very excited to be able to get involved and get hands-on with their programming. I know that they're more focused on helping businesses that are already have a following or have a customer base and helping them sort of get rolling and know how to handle certain kinds of situations like applying for grants. I want to talk about this director position. I know we touched on it in an earlier interview, but what are some of the qualities that you're looking for in the new director? So that's a great question. And thank you for bringing it up. I would say that there's a couple different qualities and we can be pretty uh, adaptable to what this potential director brings to the table. But we want somebody who's very passionate about startups and small businesses in San Antonio, somebody who is a connector, somebody who can bring these small business resources 
to the citizens that need it most. And somebody to be able to realize that they can pull those two strings together in a moment's notice. Those are kind of the qualities that I look for in this person, but also somebody who's collaborative to be able to not only work with the Geekdom staff to accomplish these things, but to be able to talk to the city and hear some of their concerns. Because from my point of view, one of the things that I'm super excited about with Launch SA is Geekdom slash Launch SA's ability to help the city understand what the small business and startup ecosystems need to flourish. So you brought up the grants as a perfect example. The city has some pretty amazing grants out there. Uh, I think one of the most recent ones that I had seen was like a facade uh, improvement grant where they were giving, I think it was around $10,000 to different qualified businesses to improve the the front of their business uh, so that people could experience it in a better way. I don't know for sure, but I'm sure that there are probably a lot of people across San Antonio that did not know that that uh, grant existed, or if they did know how the grant existed, did they know how to take advantage of it, how to apply for it, where to find their questions answered? That is the exact thing that I want Launch SA to help solve. Not only letting the citizens and the small businesses and the startups know that this program and grant exists, being able to answer their questions or at least point them in the right direction to get those questions answered, but then also hold their hand and help them as they apply for that grant and then as they find out what the results are. And you can apply that not just with grants, but when you're talking about, I need a CPA, I need a lawyer, I need PR, all those things. You insert Launch SA in there, they make the connection to those entities, and then you find out on the end how we're able to help them succeed with those efforts and with those connections. So the director serves a very, very important role. They'll be building out the team to make sure that that mission is accomplished. So they also need to be a leader of people. So when I look at it, it's a pretty broad range of what we're looking for. But whatever this candidate brings to the table, and they may not have, that's exactly what the Geekdom team's job is, is to fill in in those areas where they don't. Maybe they don't know the resources very well. The Geekdom team does. We can help them by getting connected to those resources. Maybe they're not really ready to go and talk to the city about those things. That's what I can do. I'm here to go and talk to the city and make sure that we're getting uh, what's coming out of Launch SA to the city and what's coming from the city down to Launch SA. So that's kind of how I'm uh, approaching the director role. Charles Wooden joining us. Next, his outlook on a tech district downtown. When Texas Business Minds continues. This year at Texas Mutual Insurance Company, we're celebrating 25 years of dividends and a record $340 million dividend distribution to Texas businesses. See how business is better with Texas Mutual at texasmutual.com slash dividends. At Independent Financial, we know you work hard for your business. That's why we work hard for you. Ready to get down to business? Let's talk at ifinancial.com slash business. Independent Financial. Banking for business. Banking for life. With Geekdom taking over operations at Launch SA, how do you think that will play into the vision of creating a tech district downtown? I know there's been some stops and starts there, so tell me about how you see this will impact the tech community downtown. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that a couple of years ago when I took over as CEO of Geekdom, I had to make a, a pretty tough decision, which was around what is Geekdom's role in uh, everything that's being played out in San Antonio, whether it be a tech district, whether it be our resources, all sorts of things. And I decided that Geekdom's focus should be around creating a clear pathway for somebody who has an idea to be able to take that idea and create a company out of it. 
agnostic to whether or not it's tech. I would say that our focus is or our experience and expertise is primarily in tech, but we didn't want to be exclusive to that. Now, and I could share a plethora of reasons why I've seen successes in us kind of dropping the tech moniker from what Geekdom does, but I don't want to bore you with those happy to give examples. But in that decision, it was like, hey, I will make that decision and I will focus on creating a startup ecosystem and I'll power and empower our colleagues over at TechBlock to be able to continue to lead the charge of tech. I think one of the things that I saw come out of the pandemic was during 2022, uh, TechBlock had done their, um, you know, tech workers, um, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it was basically like the state of tech workers in San Antonio. And they really started pointing out the different areas in which tech exists in San Antonio. And it exists across the whole city. And I don't want to claim any one spot over another. I want to be a a good partner and, and play a good role when it comes to where we exist in downtown uh, and, and, and what we can do to advocate for that. Uh, but one of the things I did note from that report was that downtown was the fastest growing when it came to tech workers in San Antonio. And I do believe that the, you know, the efforts that we're doing with a place like Keepdown next door with an entity like Scaleworks right across the street, you can't see them anymore because the building that's being constructed is blocking them now, but they're a software, the largest software employer in San Antonio right there. All those things are happening in downtown, but that does not negate all the other amazing places for tech to happen, whether you're talking biotech and med tech startups over on the east side at Velocity, whether you're talking robotics and cybersecurity over at Port San Antonio, or if you head up 281 over where your guys' offices are, you have a lot of other cybersecurity and tech companies that go up that whole corridor. I'm not trying to claim any one over the other, but uh, the one thing I want to make sure happens is, is that if you're looking for a starting place, if you're looking to launch or you're looking for resources, I do want to make sure that Geekdom and Launch SA are a huge part of that. And we're making downtown as accessible as it can be for anybody to come here, whether that be for those resources or whether it be for the events that we try to pull together, including our tech partners uh, over at TechBlock. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see Launch SA being a big part of that because there's central library, right? So there's that proximity to where the tech district was envisioned. So I'll be excited to see how that all unfolds. I do have one more question for you as sort of a wrap up. And this is kind of zooming out with a little bit more of a, a macro view of things. Where do you think that San Antonio is on the map in regards to the startup venture capital ecosystem? And how can we improve our position over Austin? Oh, I mean, I think if we're going to compare ourselves to Austin, we're going to be sad every single time, just transparently. They've had a, a pretty strong head start when it comes to venture uh, than, you know, San Antonio has. I will say one thing uh, that I've seen a great success in the six years I've been a part of Geekdom. I've seen several companies get funding out of our space. I've seen companies that are not even in Geekdom also get funding in San Antonio. And I think we're going to start seeing that increase specifically with partnerships with organizations like Capital Factory, which have done the hard work of aggregating the different funding mechanisms and venture that exist across the country that are willing to invest in Texas. I think partnering with entities like that here in San Antonio are going to bring the amazing startups that exist here in front of the right eyes to get those dollars. And so I think you're going to start seeing our place within that kind of macro map of 
how many uh, uh, deals are happening in San Antonio, you're going to see it continue to increase. But let's be honest, we're low right now and we're working our way up. But I feel that the way that we do that effectively is by building the startups on the most solid foundation we possibly can so that they will get the funding that they need and succeed. Because there's a lot of companies out there that get funding but do not succeed. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I want to be clear about that. Failure in startup world is not necessarily a bad thing. It allows you to recycle, to learn, to bring those lessons to the next uh, endeavor that you tend to go on. But I do want to say that I want to make sure that as many of them that we can make solid, as much of a solid investment as we possibly can, that's exactly what we're trying to do. And that's what Geekdom's role is in that whole ecosystem. And then also just to find those partners to be able to say, hey, if you've got money and you're looking to invest, this is the place to do it. Take a look at this company and really shining a spotlight on our members. I, I honestly feel as I talk to you today, there's a handful or at least a couple of uh, potential unicorns that'll be coming out of the space in the coming four to five years uh, that you and I are talking. Uh, and so I'd keep an eye out for those. And I think once you get those couple first dominoes falling, you're going to see more and more falling after that. But it's just a cascading event. And we got to get that ball rolling. And I feel like all the right pieces are in the right place. And that ball has started to roll. It's just a matter of us now seeing the evidence in those big macro numbers that we're looking for. Yeah, definitely. I think it's certainly within the realm of possibility that we'll see some unicorns coming out in within the next, you said, four or five or so years. And I'm excited to see that. I'll continue to, to monitor the progress happening over at Geekdom. And can we just sort of close off our conversation with a quick wrap up of the events that are happening in the next couple of weeks? So there's a handful of different events that I'm super excited about. The ones that I'll mention right now, uh, there is a Latinx in tech event that's happening on the 21st over at uh, Port San Antonio that's hosted in partnership with Capital Factory and Geekdom. Super excited about that. So you're going to be able to hear from some uh, Latinx tech founders and learn some lessons that help you out in that environment. Uh, that's a big thing. And then we also have what's called the Texas Venture Crawl, which is a statewide thing. San Antonio will be hosting it as well out of the Frost Tower uh, just behind me over here. Uh, that's October 6th. And then, of course, San Antonio Startup Week, October 16th through the 21st. Go and check that out, sasw.co. Uh, you can pre-register there. And the event calendar for the week should be coming out later this week. So you can really see all the different events that are going to be happening. But it's going to be a jam-packed week, October 16th through the 21st. Make sure to make it out for that. Awesome. Well, you'll definitely want to mark your calendars, folks. And uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on, Charles. And we'd love to have you on again sometime. And Definitely, again, looking forward to everything that's coming out of Geekdom and the exciting new partnerships that will be made later down the road. Yeah, let me know when. I'm ready to go. Thanks, Zoe. I really appreciate it. Thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. And by Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. Learn more at ifinancial.com.